0: I'm Hilary Naughton. Welcome to the Uprint Podcast. It's time to remember your power and become the architect of your reality. Join me as we explore the art of intentional co-creation. We delve into the science and the magic. Hear expansive stories from entrepreneurs and creatives around the world who channeled their ideas and inspiration into real life by following their passions and staying true to their inner guidance. My intention is to empower you to act on your desires and live a life in vibrant color. Thanks for tuning in. Now we vibe. Good day. Take three. Welcome to the show. Hi, Hillary. (laughs) <laughs> we at first amber like laughed so hard into the mic that i was like you're gonna break the eardrums of the listeners and then um and then you said hello hello and i was like that can't be your intro can you work on something cooler so i know i know i'm in a wacky mood this afternoon okay yeah cool. just fyi listeners yes so we wanted to come on and talk about a few things it's all update on my investigation so this is hillary talking last night well, I'd gone like down a YouTube rabbit hole of watching these different interviews for this Theo investigation and going here, <laughs> going there. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows I know what's coming. I and, know what's coming. And somehow I found this guy who was like a radio DJ in L.A. in the 90s. And he has a podcast. And um, then on, and he, on his page, he says, the Finding Theo podcast coming soon, and I'm like, huh? So I follow. You're like, that. is that mine? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, what? And then, um, and then there's like, uh, started a week ago, or this a new account a week ago. These three girls from well, this part of the story. So these three girls, three women, have started a podcast, Finding. Theo and it was a week ago their first episodes are coming out in November I messaged the girl because I'm like you go girl like my first instinct was oh shit like all right so like someone's already looking for him okay and I like totally contracted and I was like what Mm -hmm. does this mean and then I like me and Sean went to Belongel I went for a swim it was like sunset and um that's good get your energy moving yeah and I was like I need to get my energy right Get my energy better, and then I'm like, you know what? I actually, question you did that before you were like gonna reach out or do anything because you're like, I need to get my energy in the right place. Were you consciously? working on expanding your energy before you took another step yes because I was like I'm taking the tips from the the twin transmission. yeah of course yeah I was like all right well I'm not gonna make a good decision if I'm in a contracted state correct and so and also I don't know what this means there's so much I don't know Mm -hmm. this could be a great thing and so not assign too much meaning to it which we'll get to and then I sent them a message and this was like because their content's actually funny and good and I just said like, oh, like, congrats, ladies. Like, oh my god, I've been looking for Theo myself. <laughs> yeah, but you were like low key, yeah, low key. And then I was like, um, uh, I can't wait to hear the episodes. And then they wrote back, and they're like, oh, did you know Theo? And it started this whole text chain. It was so. It's like I was up way past my bedtime until like twelve thirty this morning. Wow. Yeah, we t- messaged for like an hour. And, um, long story short, it's three young women from the younger than us. 25. No, they're 25, 26. I know that's young. That's young compared to us. 100. Yeah. And I'm not fighting you on that. And, um, they're from London and the way that they know about Theo is because a clip of him on this nineties sitcom called Moesha with Brant, the, the, Uh, R&B singer Brandy went viral on TikTok. I had no idea. Same. I had no idea. We're not on TikTok. Yeah. (laughs) 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 And so and then they were like, we can't find this guy. They're saying it's he's the most wanted man on the Internet. And they were like, we're going to find him. So they did six episodes they come out soon and she was telling me all this kind of like insider tea and yeah, I was but like, also leaving you like making you wanting more oh yeah I read the chain her. oh yeah. 100 yeah yeah I sent the the text chain to my sister like a screen record because I'm like oh my god look at all this and then I was Can I like, just say waking up to your messages of like oh my god are so great yeah oh because are they like, why because oh, then I'm like oh there's some there's some tea coming oh yeah like you something know? good happened yeah I turned my phone off at night and then when I turned it on it was like oh my God, The you know, usually <laughs> it's from one of our girlfriends and we're getting some inside tea on them dating, but it was from you this time. And I was like, cool. Oh yeah. So no, it was, it was great. amazing. Yeah. And so, um, but what was great is that I realized, oh, the story that I, that the, the way they're, cause they don't, they they did not even know who Theo was. And I was like, well, what was your intention? And they're like, I was like, T- do you want to find him? Cause they haven't found him yet. And so he's still hasn't been found but they said that the girl said oh well we interviewed one of his girlfriends and we think this one is going to bring him out of hiding and i was like oh <gasps> wow so i don't know what they that's know that's so smart oh i know cuz are they they call themselves gen oh gen z i think gen, gen z, z but cuz w- what are we no idea i was trying yeah. to say earlier with with um the it's all if if we don't friend. even know we're yeah, probably exactly. old yeah i think <laughs> we're, we're not millennials we're like gen x or I don't Anyways, know we're, 41. we're born, born in 82 yeah. yeah well no but it made me think when you told me their age because oh, oh, they're great investigators oh my god yes and they, they found so much yes and I was like and so the I guess the reflection point is A I had assigned a lot of meeting to this inf- oh no the craziest part of this whole thing which is like cool this can either be an out for me or it's like oh wow there is a lot of interest I'm not going to decide what it, what it means yet mm-hmm. but she goes well she goes there are two other uh, people that we interviewed that are ex-colleagues of Theo's who are starting a Finding Theo podcast as well. And I was like, wait, the same name? And she's like, yes. So there's three <laughs> Finding Theo podcasts and they're the first one. And I was like, well, I'm definitely not going to be the fourth. And so what I did, I was laughing so hard in our messages. You saw that. Yes, that's so good. And I was like, this is and it, the, uh, the meaning I'm assigning to it is this is so good because it's either clarity that like okay someone else nailed it they find Theo cool it could be you know what he's a piece of the mystery there's another bigger mystery to be solved or it could be like, it's just added clarity and I, and I need to, and it's entertainment too, because it, oh I actually really want to listen to their episodes. Same. I yeah. do. Well, and, but you, cause can we talk about you, you, what you're doing now with your, with the company you consult with, like and how that's all connected or not really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, like on a basic level, the company, the tech company I consult with here in Byron, I was, I'd planned this trip to America and. It started out, I'm going to the Anita Baker concert at the end, uh, December 22nd. That was the first pillar because I love Anita Baker. She's a soul singer from like the 80s and 90s and just a total vibe. She's on tour and it started like that. And then another thing popped in and I was like, oh, well, I'm a consultant so I get paid when I work. And I was like, I'd love to get paid while I'm in America. And then it just snowballed into, all right, well, you can, let's get you to get our app into America and see if it works. And so- the cool thing is, and the reframe, where I'm like, well, what, what we were saying this morning and what Sean and I had said last night was like, well, maybe the whole Theo thing was just to get me going into California to bring this app there. Like yeah. literally, you, you know, just you, don't know. You just don't know. And it's impossible to know. And why try to figure out it just restricts the flow of what wants to come through for you so I actually I love that these girls have done six episodes because it's going to be so entertaining it's going to be entertaining and they've done so much research that I haven't done yeah and so it's like girls what did you find and they're obviously hilarious and light-hearted and fun and super resourceful for the people that they interviewed oh 100 and for living in London yeah yeah I'm like go girls and yes. so I told them I was like oh, I was thinking of doing some sleuthing when I was there in December and they're like well let us know what you find and like you know like basically keep in touch they're probably just like placating me <laughs> they're <laughs> like right. one of his old fans It's crazy no no no. but um i was like dude i well i'll be very interested to see what they found and see how that gels with the story that i thought was there and then that could be more clarity for that too but it does it, take well, the pressure off <laughs> it does well and it could just be a much more light-hearted like oh hey we interviewed all the, you know because your story could have gone into like the, the, there were darker elements to it oh yeah and also I still don't know what the I, no, we, don't. We, we, we still don't, don't know. know which yeah. is the great thing however it was like a cool thing to be like all right it was like a, a good po- a good reflection point of assigning too much meaning to something yeah and then be like it has to be this way because <laughs> Sean said something like well you know that like he's like you said that you were gonna do this and I was kind of like wow good luck like, he, like he's like I was thinking like well Yeah, you definitely could do it. But if you didn't do it, I wouldn't have been surprised. And I was like, okay. (laughs) Well, but that's the whole fun, like, like fantastical nature of this reality is that like you, you don't know what's around the corner and that's so cool. And I still have a desire to solve a mystery and perhaps that itch will get scratched if they solve the mystery Mm -hmm. or maybe during my trip, I have like, I have something to contribute to their podcast. We'll see. I'm going to leave it open. But um I wanted to give the listeners an update cuz it's not like as as crazy as it was like and also how funny that it's so much in the he, like the global collective that I could have been the fourth person starting a Theo podcast and <laughs> you thought you were like the first. Oh yeah. yeah. Anyway, so and then go those the t- girls. Go yes. those girls. I'm stoked for them. So uh, Amber, you were going to say you're with a friend this weekend. Yeah, so I we, when Hill and I were having a chat about what uh we should ask the guides this week I was at a birthday party this weekend and I saw one of my friends and, uh, we were talking about her house that has been on the market and it's, they've been wanting to sell it, her and her husband for a while. And it was the, this is actually the friend whose loved one who had passed over like her dead, it was either her grandma or great grandma. She was the first A friend that I had that when they came and asked me, she asked me if I still did readings. And at the time I didn't, her uh, deceased, again, grandma or great grandma came in and started talking to me. Yes. And so the last time I had seen this friend, she was talking, they had just put their house on the market and she wanted some, you know, energetic perspectives from guides, angels, et cetera, on the situation. And that was like four months ago. And so, at least. yeah, at least, oh uh, yeah, it was before I so like maybe five. And then this was the first time I would seen the friend and I asked her, I said, you know, how's it all going with the house? And it was really cool because the last time I, like they haven't sold the house yet. Uh, I do believe it's close and she is hopeful of that as well. But the interesting thing is that the pers- without telling her entire story, the perspective that, um, her and her husband have that are are getting to is that the this the house that they have now is this sprawling property a lot of acreage uh you know it's a it's in the hinterlands it has a lot of upkeep they basically are you know paying people to upkeep the property there's a lot of resources that goes into it and once I think they bought the property a few years ago and uh we were talking about how sometimes you get sort of like almost like a, a wake up call from your soul or squeezed because when they first wanted to sell their home, um, they realized, okay, we don't want to live um, this far out of town and like living in the hinterlands is beautiful, but this is a lot of property to maintain. And then the perspective that they had when they first put it on the market four or five months ago was, okay, cool, we're going to sell, we're going to take the profits, and then we're going to go and we're going to build somewhere else in um, a suburb closer to town, and it'll be probably a really big project, it'll cost X amount of dollars, and it was going to be another big thing, right? But what um, this friend has realized, which was so cool, which is what I wanted to ask the guides on today, was... Um, they are getting to a point where they aren't going to make as much profit as they expected. They've lowered the price of the property and they are okay with that. They're thinking now, oh gosh, like we don't, probably don't even want to build this massive Taj Mahal, you know, in, uh, in a place closer to the beach. In, In our neighborhood. Yeah. In your neighborhood. They like, she's like, instead, like she goes, you know, she's like, we actually did some reflecting and the happiest that we've been since we've moved to Byron, we were in this, I think it was a rented cottage and it was the smallest place they had been in with their two kids. She goes, we were so happy. And she said, you know, the, the, the thing we're realizing now is our most valuable commodity is time. And so the download that I got, and and I believe our friend has already gotten to this realization, was that like, oh, like if you would have sold your property when you first put it on the market, if she would have four or five months ago, they would have gotten this huge profit and would have immediately gone to buy a block of land and then build this huge house again, right? And so it's like another distraction, another huge asset that they have to take care of. Whereas now, because they've been they've had to, the the property hasn't sold, it's almost like they've been squeezed to be like, oh, okay, well, like, well, what's actually going to make us happy? Like, and so she's realizing like, oh my God, like, we don't need all that stuff. What we want now is freedom. What we want now is we're just going to rent somewhere and just see where we want to live, right? And um, it was really cool. And the the kind of the download I got for her was that, it was that, yeah, you're, well, now Selling the property is probably very close because as soon as, yeah, yeah, they're already giving me messages about this right now. So, so we (laughs) should probably just go in. But, um, but finish your point. Yeah, it spurred the the thought of like, and I asked my friend for permission to share, and I and it was like, well, how much of this experience is our human free will versus us our soul agreement in terms of the the. Like like how much is the soul guiding to get the right experiences and how much is free will? Yes. And And, and how how much can the soul influence your reality? Yeah. And are they mutually exclusive? Yeah. So let's ask on that. They're already giving me some info right now. So we'll go in. Jump in. Okay. 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 Let us begin. Okay. So free will versus soul influence. So yes, they first want to acknowledge that there is a level of, influence that your soul can have on your reality. Almost as if, okay, this makes sense. They're, they're showing me almost like a a clock that's ticking and that it's like, okay, if you don't, if you're getting distracted by things in your reality, then there is an agreement that your soul has made. It's almost like, yeah, yeah. Okay, yep, yep, yep. So it's like an agreement for your because it's like your soul is navigating in this reality and as a human there is free will, right? There is free will. So it's like that interplay. It's like your soul is trapped in your human body, right? Trapped, trapped is the word like in a negative connotation, but what they're showing me is that it's like it's always this sort of play. It's why Things like um, why, uh, things like meditation, things like raising your vibration, like getting out in nature, that is a way to almost like synchronize, like uh, synchronize your soul's intention with your physical body, because your physical human body and the mind portion of your uh, humanness, like living from your brain versus from your heart versus from your soul like that can like there's always going to be free will coming into reality right so that's the first point Uh, yes there's always going to be free will as a human what they want to say though about the soul is that it's as we're explaining, there is, again, there's an agreement where it's almost like they're showing me like an alarm clock and it's like, okay, our agreement is, and they're showing me like, um, <clears throat> because there it's like the soul has the, the ability to be, yes, like navigating in this reality. And they're showing me like the soul at the seat of, you know, those, um, almost those like transformer movies or those movies where there's those big, they're showing me like those big animated characters. And then inside of them, there's the, um, there's like the little character that's, um, that's, that's like driving it. it. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. steering it. And then like there, it's almost like they're inside of a machine. Right. And they're kind of guiding it, but they're saying, yes, yes. Yes. So what they're saying is so what's your guys' point about that. Okay. So what they're saying is that like, there's always this, um, there's always this balance. It's like, there's both people. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. So there's, sorry, they're showing me a lot. Okay. So you have your soul that is here. That's navigating into like, that's helping, that's helping. And that's like partnering with the human side of you in this reality. Right. So there's like a soul that has that awareness. And also though, like your souls in constant communication, they're showing me like the the soul inside of you. That's, you know, helping to steer what's happening you know, also giving communication to like your guides and cross love, uh, like crossed over loved ones, etc. And so there is, so what's your guys' point? So the point is, is that like the, um, there's a soul that's inside of you. And then there's also a soul that's like, okay, Hey, you know, we came here to do this thing. And so let's say, for example, there's like a, uh, it's like this agreement. is like, okay, if you haven't like, if you're not going towards where you need to be by the time, let's say you're 40. And and, and I was like, okay, was well, it like, is that the same age for everyone? And they said, well, there are some similarities. It's why people go through things like um, a midlife crisis. Like there are uh, those experiences, so yeah. which makes sense. But they're also like, but for some people, it's like, hey, if we, if we're not on this train, like if we're not going in this direction, and if we're totally asleep to what we came here to do by our human age of 10, like, give me a nudge. Okay. But, and they're also showing like, that's why sometimes things happen, like these significant events that sort of alter your path. And they're showing me hill remember we were in that car accident in, um, when we were At Berkeley. Yes. What was that? Like 19, 20 years old. Yeah. And how, um, that experience sort of had you pivot to like, Oh, let me go like do the things I, I more want to do. And you took that trip to Costa Rica and you did all those things that you were scared of. Oh yeah, yeah. It totally changed everything. I was like, oh my God, I almost died and I haven't done anything. And so I was like, all right, I booked a solo trip to Costa Rica and then started traveling all over the world and... Yes. And so they are. And so there's things like that, and, but, but yes, yes, yes. Well, and they're like, what you'll notice is that because I'm asking them like, well, what happens if you resist that? Right? Like, for example, like you get, you have, you experience something significant and then you're like, well, I'm still going to go down that path. Okay. That makes sense. They're like, usually, usually what happens, like if they're, if the human is completely, completely resisting and they're, they're, showing me usually humans do that by um, turning to things like drugs, they're turning to things like alcohol, like ways to cope with this like basically like a soul with like they're not living their purpose and so they use all of these earthly because they're like as as many like earthly as many earthly, like there's a, abundant things in this reality, like plants, like, you know, th- like as many as like what we would view as like great things to help us in our reality. There's also things that have been constructed in this reality by humans, like alcohol, like drugs, which literally help you disconnect from the magic of this reality and like really make you, you know, you go into those lower frequencies. It's almost like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So, so the, um, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, because what what they're saying is that, again, it's it's always an agreement because they're they're saying like there really isn't much to expand on except for the fact that, yes, there are these agreements and it's why, again, looking back, you can if you like, depending on how old you are listening to this transmission, you can look back and be like, oh, like that was a detour for me or that was a wake-up call for me or, that situation that I thought was so painful at the time was actually where I got my greatest discernment for how to move forward in this reality. And it gave me like the best pivot to go do this next thing. And at the time you're like, Oh my God, this is so painful. Like why do I have to do this? Because yeah, yeah. Because they're saying like the, the, the momentum that you can build by, uh, like through habit, you know, and like always looking for like, Again, like using our friend as the example of like, oh, okay, like we're going to uh, renovate this home. We're going to build it up. We're going to sell it. We're going to make all this profit. And then we're going to do that again. We're going to do that again. Like being in that sort of autopilot of your reality, the the soul can come in and really put the brakes on that and say, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, yes, awesome. You've made all of this like... Uh, Abundance, i.e., like money, cash, what we would call abundance in that way, but also, like, what are the other ways that my soul wants to explore abundance? Like, what is it? What, like, happiness, abundance, those themes, you start to. Once you make, I guess yes. Um, yes, uh, for many people in this reality, once they start to make a lot of uh, like that, those financial resource gains, I guess, and they're showing me just like, um, you know, swimming in money. So like a metaphor for being what we would, what a lot of people would call like rich or wealthy, or even just like making a lot of money, you start to realize, oh, okay, well, like actually, this doesn't actually make me happy. And I'm so caught up in this habit and cycle of like, what's the next thing? Okay, to get a little bit more happiness, I'm going to need more money. And so you just get caught up. And so they're showing me that it's like you're um, okay. Yeah, they're showing me the soul, like again, and if this uh, is an analogy of like a soul kind of driving your physical body and just sort of sitting in there. It's okay. Yeah. Cause, oh, this is cool. So they're saying that like, um, when your soul intervenes, it's like, you know, when you're in a, um, in an airplane and the pilots don't actually really fly them anymore. They just put them on uh, autopilot. But if there is a significant event that they need to, uh, you know, navigate, then they take everything off autopilot and they have to actually get in and steer because they're like, okay, like we can't trust the autopilot to actually go where we need to go. And that's the analogy that they're using to intervene. And they're, they're like, you know, you'll, when you're in those moments, um, like in that moment, a lot of times it can be scary. It can be painful. It can be like, oh, like just feels like you're being squeezed. Like, oh, why? Okay. Yeah. And what they're saying is that, Again, but those times lead to like having to get very, 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 very clear on what is it we actually want? What is it that is actually going to make us happy? Well, how can we navigate this? Because they're saying that like when you take away those variables of When you start to say, like, so let's use this uh, example of our friend who's selling her house. So it's like, okay, well, the, uh, like our greatest desire is that we want to move from this place that we are in for various reasons. We are spending a lot of time traveling in the car, for example. Okay. All right. Well, if we're willing to do that, then the trade-off for us for, for, for that time back is. All right, let's let's lower the house price by X amount of dollars. Okay, that still doesn't work. All right, well then let's get even more clear. Okay, well, the hap- like in order, f- you know, we don't even actually need these X like these however many dollars to build our next big house. Do we really? Is that even what we really want to be happy? Do we actually even need to build a a, a huge home? No, like actually, let's reflect on this. The happiest that we ever were were when we were renting that small place in town. Oh, this is interesting. Okay. Well, so, and then it's like, but, but, but if you, but like, be almost being like, squeezed in that sense and almost being denied that thing that you think you want to create. And again, in this example, it's selling of the house. The longer that that is delayed or the perception of that, rather the, the perception of that being delayed, the more clear you have to get in your reality about like, well, what is it I actually want? And what would I be comfortable with accepting? Okay. And so you, then again, you start to do kind of like this bargaining and they're saying like, Hillary, you did that a lot with, um, with, where how you guys are living in your reality at the moment as well oh 100 yeah well ended up being so much richer and so much more feeling more free which I talked about on the one year episode to then to be squeezed in that way almost like squeezed out of our our main house into our studio and now we're like oh we have so much freedom in here it's amazing and like the experience is so rich because we're close to our kids and we're we I mean it's it's we're not in any kind of rat race or any hurry to do anything other than just what we want to do. So it's like, it's been perfect and it made us realize, Oh, we don't need a huge house. And I do like, well, it's only three bedroom, but I, it just made us reprioritize and be like, wow, we could actually be happy with way less than we thought we could, you know? So yes. And this is the key that they want to, um, to also tell the listeners. So in terms of getting to that realization, like it's like that stripping back of like, okay, well, we're like, A, we're willing to accept. Let's just, again, use this example of the house selling. Okay. Well, we're willing to lower the price because it's more important to us to actually move locations and be in a place that we actually want to live. Okay. And then when you start stripping that back and saying, well, what, Like again, what do we want? Like what is actually gonna make us happy? And okay, this makes sense. And they're like the key, and again, for our friend who is likely listening, what they want to say to her is yes, yes, yes. What they want to say is that like that acceptance piece, because what happens when you start prioritizing again, and they're saying that Hillary also that you can um you can also corroborate this is that when you get squeezed to a certain point that you have to strip back and say, Well, what is actually going to make me happy and are we okay with everything that's happening? Yes, we are. And in fact, this is a blessing that completely changes your energy and moving into that state of acceptance. And even the next step, what they're saying is gratitude. It's like you accept it. And then also when you can get into this state of gratitude, thank you so much for delaying this sale again, in this example, this sale to help our family get this perspective that what we thought we wanted actually was not what, what our soul wanted. It wasn't what we came here to do. And this friend was also saying that what they actually want is freedom. They want freedom to be here, to go overseas, and that freedom to to travel, and the freedom to just do whatever they want to do. And without this um you know of course there's a potential that they could have reached that um realization in another way but um but what they want to say is that like how amazing is it to to um to come to that realization at the young age of like your 40s right oh yeah when you still have so much more life to live and you have your health and vibrancy what i was thinking when you were talking was um this the these ideas of what we think that we want and my understanding has always been like it comes around like A lot of what we think we want and our desires come from programming from a young age, from TV, from popular culture, you know, and there has been a shift. But, you know, that we need, uh, you know, super luxurious items or a big house like you haven't made it until you have X. And would they say that a lot of the when they have to kind of make the when the soul has to intervene to be like, hey, get clear on what you really want. Is it because of programming in like the reality that we live in a lot of times? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, are you asking, like, why are people distracted from their path? Yeah. Well, why are they distracted? But also, is it is it a lot of, like, desires that might not be innately theirs, that might have been a projection from, like, uh, media that they have consumed or, the, you know, these false ideals of, like, what makes a perfect life you know yes yes so so they're saying like yes that's also true but they're also showing me um uh like a a a primitive human in the amazon and that they think like they they saw their neighbor next door you know building a new hut with like new mud like they're literally showing me like you know you're like peeking out and you're like ooh, what you know what material are they making that hut out of right and they're like ooh, and so then you like really bend over backwards to be like i need to build that new hut too because my neighbor did and so there's still that like it's it's innate human nature to be, and it's one of the things that we came here to not transcend. Yes, yes, yes. Because they're saying like that that comparison. A lot of that. Okay, that makes sense because they're saying like a lot of that is just the human sort of survival biological thing of like, oh, I I need more. Like when you acquire more stuff, there's a lot of like biological, um, uh, like biology that that uh, influences. Uh, what we want, because uh, how we evolved as humans is that we, you know, acquiring more stuff was safety, right? Yeah. So it's like a perceived safety. Yeah, the more a, that you amass. exactly. And then, but they're also saying there's that, that, that competitiveness of like, oh, they have that thing and, and I see that making them happy. Maybe that will make me happy. Oh, this makes sense. So, but what they're saying is like the universal, um, the, 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 like the universality underneath all of that is None of those things will make you happy. And happiness is an inside job because they're like what they're saying is that irrespective if you're like the primitive native person in a hut in the Amazon or if you're, you know, living in a $20 million house in Laguna Beach, like happiness is always going to have to come within yourself. And and that is part of what like when your soul intervenes and has to strip away some of these like things from you, then you realize like, Oh, like actually the most important things in my reality and the things that make me happy have literal nothing to do with the acquisition of all of these things. It's like, Oh, it's, it's those feelings of love. It's those feelings of, you know, all all of those things that, that money doesn't actually buy. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. A question that popped in when you were talking about, um, like the competition with your neighbor and the grass hut and all of that is there's this concept, um, that, you know, uh, when people say, oh, well, it's just human nature, like our nature is to like war, our nature is all of these like, quote, unquote, negative things. And I've always thought that, well, no, that's been like programmed into us. Like, I, I think our nature is love and like peace and all the things. And so can they speak on, on, quote, unquote, human nature, and how that's been influenced and what it was, what it's supposed to be? Well, the 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 origin of human nature, yes, you're correct. We, they started off as a loving, peaceful, um a loving peaceful tribe essentially and that's how human and yeah and they're like that's why the the frequencies of love of compassion of giving of community are those like high 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 like it's like returning to your true nature and also but what they're saying is that like like delving into because what do you want to know like why that was done to us or what Yeah well I think I know but for yeah I guess yeah we, yeah we are why well, it was the, done but yeah it's, well they're, they're like they aren't trying to go into anything too controversial at this time but what they're like what they want to uh, it's like shut, to confuse us right well but what they what they would yeah 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 I get that so because what they would say is that like what their preference would be to magnify our true nature and magnify this returning back to community and because they're like irrespective of irrespective of any like influences that we've had from media or you know whatever any outside influences there's always going to like there always has to be a return to love and there always has to be that almost that that dichotomy Uh, it's why like light can't exist without darkness it's why it's like how do you even how can you truly experience and know that you're going through, okay, this makes sense. Because there are saying like also with these experiences where you get squeezed, right? And it's like you experience like what you would uh, interpret as pain. But then f- like if you weren't feeling any of those emotions of like the distress, the anxiety, the comparison energy, the, you know, the sadness, all of those things. Then when you go to um, higher up the scale into the, like these emotions of love, of, of acceptance, of gratitude like it's like the polarity of those emotions on the spectrum and being able to feel the whole spectrum of emotions. That's what we came here to do. So yes, there, there has there, we have been influenced by different programs on the things that we focus on and how we view this reality. And also part of being human is, is our like magical ability to have this total polarity of experiences and emotions they're showing me it's like, you know, when you see a keyboard and you start at like the lower and you go, you know, you like run your fingers around them. And it's like, that's how quickly humans can like shift like these, the frequencies and the emotions. And that's part of what what, why we came here. And so like those, like what we would call like lower frequency or lower vibration emotions, those are still irrespective of, of, of how certain like, uh, things have influenced our behavior on the planet. We still came here to navigate all of the different spectrum of emotions that humans are capable of. And that's what, that's what makes us human. And it's like without the low lows, when you get to the high highs, it's like, you know, it's like, oh, it's like, how do you, it's like getting to that, that high point. Usually you can get like, it's like, you don't know how high you are until you've been low, right? Oh yeah. It's the contrast. Correct. It's the contrast. All right. Well, uh, we'll wrap this up in a second, but I just have a quick question. If my guides want to step forward, Mm -hmm. I want to ask about what I uncovered last night with yes. my investigation. We said, okay. we said we could talk about it yep. um, before he came in. So, so I'm confused. The only point I'm confused on is why did, uh, the, t- like the officer, why did the cop, the dead cop come in to be like, all right, I'm here as like, not your shepherd, but like an informant. Why is like, like, how should I be viewing this? Okay. So the first thing they want to say is like the nature of this reality is it has to give you what you want. Correct. And so in terms of what they go, that was rhetorical, oh, was it? <laughs> yeah, but, but instead of, but, jokes but, but they said, I know they do, but they were saying, um, they, they're, what they're saying is that like you asked, you set an intention, you stated your desire. And so the help from literal, like every dimension, it's like calling, they're showing me, they're showing me like, you know, when you do like a war whistle and you're like, And then like all of your, um, people coming out to support you, like come out, like they're showing me like, um, you know, when, uh, what is that that uh, oh God, it's like a medieval it's a, it's like a fantasy novel and like someone it's like the I don't they're know. They're playing like that horn. Yeah, they're playing it's like it, a yeah, horn, like a whatever. Woo, woo. And then like yeah. the giants come out, the you know, the wizards come out, the, the freaking fairies, the dragons like, come out. Yeah, yeah. And it's like you what Lord, you basically yeah. did is like you sounded the fog horn of like, I need help in this reality. And so it's like every everything available to you came to you. And also like you were open to receiving that. Like you're open to because that, that um Passover spirit that came and wanted to talk to you about Theo, like, that's because you were open and you were inquisitive and you're like, I feel like something is here. What is it? You tapped into that. You got a name. Then you followed that and you spoke to a friend of that person that had passed. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, really, they're like, you're the one that was following the breadcrumbs, but it's like you put out the foghorn or whatever that the is. Call. Like, the, you put out the call to say, like, this is the help I need in this reality, guides. And what the, the, what they want to illustrate more than anything is that, like, they look who was there. Like- look at how many resources you received when you stated that desire and you opened yourself up. Like what that's the message they want for the listener is that like, there's so much help at your disposal for every, and like they're like w- a mission. Like let's say that your mission again, like your intention was I, w- I want to solve a, uh, a mystery. And so, but that's true for everyone that's listening is that when you put out that call, that desire, I would love to X or please help me with X. It's literally like, Sending out a call into every dimension, every, every galaxy, every frequency that, that can help you comes that said, from your perspective, there are like, you're only open and receptive towards certain things. So for you, you were super receptive towards getting help from uh, a, like a deceased person. Right. So from that frequency, but also like, look at all the other things that have come through. So really, okay, this makes sense. So they're like, really, if nothing else, just let that know, like how much you can trust in the fact that you were supported in this reality, because literally you're like, I have this desire for X and what came through was like a freaking passed over person right oh yeah well and where do we go from here guys that's what I want to know oh they're just like keep going they're like fall, Like the fact that you're that you're being surprised okay this this is true because they said they said you wanted to continue to be surprised and delighted are you not surprised and delighted I'm so surprised and delighted because these girls are <laughs> hilarious yes yeah okay cool well because I, I guess it's it's still like although you know I have a podcast about this we're doing the transmissions I still am human at the end of the day and I'm like all right guys yeah. Well, like, and I still want to know like, all right, well, like, am I, am I going to find Theo? And, and also, but but they said like, does that matter? No, it really doesn't. Well, and I still, yeah, I guess I just, I want to know what's around the corner and I, but what I really want is to be surprised and delighted. So thank you for that. And what's the best energy I can go into this trip to California with? Sorry, listeners. We're doing personal reading today. (laughs) (laughs) Um, they're just saying like that, that anticipatory energy of like, what is around the corner? Like they're showing me you, like, you know, you getting off the airport and being like, Oh my, like, you know, coming down the escalator through customs. And it's like, Oh man, like, you know, it's like, it's like, you're someone coming to America. You know how when people come to like, let's say America for the first time and they're like, Oh my God, that's like the land of opportunity or whatever, you know? Yes. And they come with this excitement energy of like, anything is possible here. Like it, it, it that is true. They're like take that into, not just when you go to America, but like take that into your every day. But they're like, that is already a habit that you um, embody, you know, almost every day. But, yeah. but again, they're like, just don't get too, t- too tied down because you're going to be able to connect the dots, like air quotes looking backwards. And again, it doesn't matter. Like, because, because, yeah, because yeah, they're saying when you find yourself wanting to know what's happening, like happening in, in your future, it's like, what are you attached to? Like, what are you attached to? Like, what are you giving meaning to and what's already happened? Like, why do you need to know what happens? And, and it's like when you start to dissect that and say like, why do I need to know what happens? Okay. Because maybe that will give me security around something. And they're saying this can be true for any listener. It's like, anytime you feel like you want to know what's happening in the future, that's just an element of control. And that's just like, it's like. Your guides and you know they're like we got this we got this we got this like in fact let like take yourself off autopilot so that we can help navigate you because they're again they're showing me this analogy of a plane and it's like handing over like clicking it from autopilot to. Uh you like know what manual. I, yeah, manual. And like that's like handing it over. Like manual. Oh, we are handing it to them because yeah, they, they know the, the better to route. Them. Exactly. And like okay. then, then they're showing me like going through it's like you can either be flying over the Grand Canyon on autopilot, like you know, like whatever, a beautiful the Grand everyone should know what the Grand Canyon is. Yes. Or you can it's like, oh well let me trust and put this into manual to my guides and then they're showing me like the plane going sideways and you're going through the freaking canyons like a fighter pilot. It's like, <gasps> oh my god, isn't this so much more fun, right? oh yes okay so let's this is a good reflection point for me and the listeners so um what I've been doing like on my walk this morning so I just said like all right guys, don't know what's going to happen next but I like trust you guys and I want to continue to be surprised and delighted and keep showing me breadcrumbs because I love breadcrumbs I don't know where this is going but I'm excited so like w- what are some good things that me and listeners can say to have that fighter to have like that sideways Grand Canyon experience every day What do you mean? Like what's something they can say to their guides? Yeah. Like how do they like, cause, cause calling in that kind of experience sounds way more fun for everybody every day. Oh And and I didn't even know that we could hand it over to them. I thought that we were setting a desire and then they help us get there. It's like, if they know better. Well, but setting the desire and relinquishing control is leaving it to them. Okay. Well, I thought my desire was, I want to solve a mystery. Yes. Yes. But like, does it matter how? No, it doesn't. Yeah. Because I still haven't solved it. They know that I haven't solved the mystery yet. Right. Yes. Yes. But I don't even know what the mystery is really. And this is the thing. What they're saying is that like give yourself because you also don't have to be too attached to like I have to solve a mystery. What if this whole exercise of solving a mystery and getting surprised and delighted by all this extra information that's coming in about Theo and then this trip to California and then helping the tech company get into America, for example, like what if that is like, what if that's that? And then you have a new desire. Like again, like they're, they're like this whole, like getting attached to getting attached to a desire is also a way to stay stagnant, right? Because like maybe you've scratched that itch and maybe you've like, like they're showing that, that firework. It's almost like that, uh, like that rocket of desire, like Abraham Hicks talks about, for example, right? And the rocket goes up, right? Like maybe that, like the rocket's gone up and it's flared out and then it's like, cool onto the next. Like there's no reason why you have to stay attached to like, I need to find my mystery. It's like like do you and, and you'll know it's like, do you still have that desire or has that desire gone into something else now and making peace with like, oh, my desire is totally different and I've moved on. Right. Yeah. Well, and it, it, it might be that. I'm not sure. And Does that mean I have to take down my, my mystery wall? <laughs> well, they're saying like. Like, I guess, why does it matter? It doesn't matter. But that yeah. was a joke. It's all. Oh, can't it's a joke. a joke. I guys. can't it's see. All, I my all, eyes, all, all, all. eyes are closed. <laughs> okay, cool. No, no, no. This is good. Like I, because the energy I want to be in, and I would imagine that a lot of listeners want to be in, is just joyful, fun, playful. Like seriously, having that, those text conversation with, with that girl last night was just like, oh, this is way more fun than like going out on my own and like, you know backpack on and you know exactly what and what they're what they're showing is that like this board for example like like it's not like the board is done now you're just replacing it with photos of like oh growing this potentially growing this tech company in america like it's almost like because they're showing it, it's like it doesn't have to be like the board of this one thing it's like oh this board of hillary naughton's human experience and so it's not about like i have to take it down now it's like all right recognizing that that everything that you've done to this point has led you to this point and now i want to fill it with more things right yeah, cool. And I'm not ready to totally give up on Theo yet. Let's see what this podcast brings. So. Oh yeah, totally. Well, and, and they're saying like whatever you decide is fine. And like what they love is that you're like this this uh, viewpoint of like I just want to be surprised and delighted. I because again that the the like the uh, the element there that that is to be observed is like what am I trying to control in this reality right and so anytime you can relinquish control and allow yourself to be surprised and delighted like they're showing me doing airplane rolls right it's like leave yourself room for the airplane rolls so love it okay thanks guys that was great is there anything else they want to say Mm -mm. okay thanks okay great thank you for tuning in today. As always, thank you so much for your time, for sharing your energy with us. And the best way that you can support this show is to go into the platform that you listen in. So Spotify, Apple, and press that follow button. And if you feel like leaving a review, that also helps us reach more people. So as always, have a beautiful day. Enjoy whatever it is that you're up to. And until next time.